tinctures, oils, butters. There are so many ways to infuse your food, and that's what we'll discuss on 420 Culinary Talks. I'm Denise Temple, and I'll be your host. Thanks for joining us today. I'm welcoming Dinkinton Farms out of Seattle, Washington to make us an incredible dish. Here's a sneak peek at the conversation. I'm passionate about these things. You know, the music career that I have going on as well. It's like cannabis is my culture. Cannabis is part of my life. And a cannabis-infused product for their breakfast, how that'll start their day. Uh, Microdosing. You know, all legislation and um, government see is dollar signs. You know, doing private dinners and really do your research and know what you're putting into your body because this is our temple. Come ignite your power with Magical Woman, 10 Steps to Unleash Your Divine Feminine Powers, available on Amazon. And find the Magical Woman course on MagicalWomanUniversity.com. I Am Shamel is an artist, entrepreneur, and CEO of the What Is Fear fashion line. Her infectious energy leaves audiences feeling empowered and confident to face all the wonders life has to offer. She hopes to provide the soundtrack to life that people need to hear to keep going, to keep grinding, to keep believing in themselves and their purpose. As a chef, she created the edible line Aunt Suge's Bakery to help heal and provide alternative methods to medicating. Her products are inspired by her great mother, who was affectionately called Aunt Suge by family and friends. She offers delicious and safe consumption options that will have your taste buds begging for more. What led you to become a chef? I wanted to find another pure way to consume cannabis um, and get the full effect from it outside of smoking it you know not everybody is a smoker some people don't like the smell some people don't like the taste you know they worry about their lungs and i got the bright idea that hey the purest way to consume it is to eat it if i can make it palatable and come up with creative different ways to present it in food fashion that i could still get the same and better effect how did you evolve into becoming a cannabis chef my first dish that I made ever was disgusting. <laughs> um, way too much cannabis. My ratios was off. Uh, I didn't mask the flavor and the taste of cooked cannabis well. I feel like I've mastered um, on the treat aspect of masking the flavor and the taste of cannabis. You know, and there's different things that you can cook with and use in your foods to infuse with the cannabis that actually masks that, that taste and gives it the real flavor that you want it to take on instead of it being overpowered by the cannabis. Do you make all your own THC or CBD cooking products? Yes, I do. I extract all the uh, THC from cannabis. I use straight flour. Um, I'm not doing any RSO, no anything chemically derived or that they tell you is the better for them. I don't do none of that. I am strictly original when it comes to my extracting process, cooking it down into my vegetable oils, cooking it down into my butters, my coconut oils, um, even infusing my alcohol. Like I do it straight, old-fashioned. Um, extracting methods, uh, 
like my tequila and let it sit for months in my tequila before I strain it, drain it, mush it, mull it, and extract it from that. So I absolutely make everything on my own. What are your goals for the next few years? My goal is to help other people by providing them with great cannabis products that they love, they enjoy, they share with their friends, they share with their family, that they, they're repeat customers. Make sure you tune in for the next episode of 420 Culinary Talks when we have 1-1 Cocoa Canisseurs out of New York. They're going to share something scrumptious that you don't want to miss. Hi, this is Becky Nunez from The Party After the Party, and we specialize in some of the best events in New York City. When it comes to house music and hip-hop, we are the one. Follow us on TPATPNYC at Instagram. What signature dish will you prepare for us today? I will be making my famous ooey gooey fruity bombs. Before we get started, can you share with our listeners what products you'll use to infuse this dish? Cereal, uh, marshmallows, and a cannabis infused butter. For those that don't have like butter, I use a cannabis infused coconut oil. All right, so the recipe that I'm going to share with you guys is my specialty. This is a fan favorite, crowd favorite. They're tasty. Um, they really complement the palate very well. It's going to be my fruity bombs. Um, and really the secret to when you're cooking is figuring out which strain of cannabis you're going to use to complement the ingredients of the dish that you're going to make. So with the fruity bomb... The flavors are very bold, um, very fruity. Um, so you want a cannabis that's gonna uh, complement that. So I'm gonna uh, use this strain called uh, Blueberry. That is an exclusive blueberry strain um, through Dankerton Farms, Ain't Shug's Bakery. That's one of my strains that you can definitely holler at your girl and get a taste of um, and see if you like. So I'm gonna use my Blueberry strain of cannabis it is a sativa strain um, and i will extract and of course cook it down with my butter and then i will um, strain it from the flour from the actual butter that i'm going to use to melt down the marshmallows oh yeah i should probably tell you that you're going to need your fruit flavor cereal of choice i custom bake my fruit cereal um, with my flavors like I said I don't like the artificial stuff um, so I make my own fruit cereal but you can use any kind that you you want fruit loops tricks uh, fruity pebbles uh, kicks berries cabin crunch whatever flavor of cereal of your choice um, of course you cook your cannabis you grind up your cannabis Melt it down on top of your butter. I prefer butter. Um, if you don't want to use butter, you can do coconut oil and just cook it low. 
melted down together for at least i i do my butters on um low for at least 24 hours if you're trying to make something fast make sure you cook it for at least 30 minutes to an hour but slowly you don't want to burn it you want to watch it constantly stir it move it around um and then it you just want to watch the cannabis and as you see it dry up or saute really well in the flavor you can um strain it and uh discard the the leaves of the cannabis um that has been broken down cheesecloths work great if you have a strainer that will catch it all um you can use that as well and then once you melt your butter down, of course, you'll add your marshmallows, um, minis, because I use minis because they uh, break down faster. The big ones are bigger and take longer to break down. Stir in your marshmallows with your butter and get a nice fluffy batter going with the marshmallow and butter combination. Make sure you stir it really well because you want the cannabis and the butter to mix into the marshmallow on every fluffy turn. Once you have your good fluffed marshmallow, you want to go ahead and in a separate bowl, have your cereal, pour uh, your marshmallow mixture on top, and then pour more cereal on top of your marshmallow cereal. Um, mix it up really well, and then you want to lay it out on a cookie sheet. Make sure it's non-stick. Put it out on a cookie sheet, and I roll it out with wax paper. And then you can shape and mold to your liking. Sometimes I do bombs where they're little circles. Sometimes I cut them up in nice, even squares. You could do squares, you could do hearts. But yeah, that's my fruity bombs. Let them cool and enjoy. Make sure you like 420 Culinary Talks on your favorite social media app. Your support helps us get higher. Visionary Pictures Group is a global entertainment and media company driven by people of color with a passion for telling universal stories that express heart and glorify the human experience. In addition, distribute commercially viable music that inspires and entertains fans around the world. I'm an extremely resourceful person, and I like to look out for my guests, too. If they let you know that they heard you here, what can they get for free? With all orders over $50 for those that are being shipped, I will throw in some extra goodies from my cannabis products line. How do you feel the work of cannabis chefs will impact the food industry? They're just as important and vital as um, major top chefs because it's like cannabis is a healing product, right? And you have people that have these problems and these medical issues and things going on with their body based on the things that they're consuming. Being able to provide medicine for people and heal people in a different form than traditional uh, modern day medicine and society tells you, you know, that's, that's the biggest way that will make our impact and that we'll, we'll finally get the respect and the um, recognition that we deserve. Tell me about a time when legislation or local laws impacted your work as a cannabis chef. We are cannabis. You know, that is part of our culture. That is part of who we are, always has been. Um, and it's always we're uh, penalized for our creativity and what we bring to the table as far as a culture and economics and how we create those avenues for ourselves 
because we we aren't we weren't allowed to be a part of the traditional methods and um our access is revoked for being a part of these channels and these new what is now today the recreational cannabis market what tip can you share with aspiring chefs stop using these concentrates that are chemical extractions and just weird things that have never been heard of until it got in the hands of white people. Um, stop doing that. Like cannabis is a plant and a healing flower. It is a herb. Treat it as such, you know, um, cooking with it and learning the functionalities of your strains, the flavor palettes of your strains and, you know, use pure, pure strains. You know, you got all these hybrids and all these mixtures of different things like different cannabis um, strains are going to pr produce different reactions and different results based off of what you're cooking it with and what's your purpose for it. You know, if you're looking for breakfast and things that will get people emotions, you shouldn't be using hybrids and indicas. You know, because that's going to make people lazy. And then it's it's how much of what you're using. You know, you have to get your ratios down and you have to find the perfect combinations with the strains that you're using based on the flavor palette of the strain and based on the flavor palette of the dish that you're cooking. So we really have to take the time to um, put those two together and make them flow and work cohesively. I want to thank our sponsors, Magical Woman University, Visionary Pictures Group, and The Party After the Party for helping 420 Culinary Talks bring this important content to the world. I also want to thank our guests for sharing. How can our listeners contact you? 802 uh, Text menu to that number. I will send you the menu. Um, you could definitely tap into my website, IamChamel.com. That is I-A-M-C-H-A-M-E-L.com. Instagram at IamChamel. And then you follow the instructions from there. Tap in with your girl.